Hey there, fellow travelers of the Junlin Wastes. Mark back here again for the Traveling the Junlin Waste podcast, the TJW podcast for February 9th, 2023. It's good to be back here on the podcast. I hope everybody had an opportunity this past week to uh, celebrate Star Wars Podcast Day by finding uh, some good podcasts to listen to. It was officially celebrated on February 7th, 2023 this year. Uh, and I have to thank again, Dion Contreras, for, for putting together this great list of Star Wars podcasts out there. Um, I don't want to go back and start, like, you know, rehashing everything I said on, on Star Wars Podcast Day. But just to say that um, it's great that we have Daniel out there in the uh, community pulling together uh, an event like this. Uh, so many great Star Wars podcasts out there. So much to discuss. And it's, it's, I think it's really healthy and good for the, uh, for the fandom to be able to have all these different voices uh, being having, having an opportunity to uh, have their say on what they like about Star Wars and uh, where they see it going. But I wanted to take just a couple moments here today on our coffee break, lunch break, to just chat about the last two episodes of Bad Batch that came out. And this was like a double header. Remember what a double header was in baseball? You know, you actually get two, two, two games for the price of one. That doesn't really happen anymore. You won't, you, it's, it's usually like single emission double header where you have to, <laughs> you have one crowd goes in for one and then they leave and they come back. Whatever. I'm getting off topic. But the point is that we had a double header this week of Bad Batch. Episode. Uh, episode eight uh seven and eight i believe and the uh names of these episodes first was clone conspiracy and the second one was called truth and consequences now unlike the uh previous couple episodes that we had which were more like i said standalone episodes almost like adventures of the week um, a little feel like saturday morning cartoons um while i did i and i know that everybody who uh who listens to the tjw podcast know that i really enjoyed the last episode that was uh on uh, previous to this week's, the one called uh, The Tribe, where we, uh, you know, see <laughs> Jedis, Wookiees, and lightsabers. That was what I really enjoyed. But this week um, definitely had uh, a more canonical feel to it. It definitely is showing us, um, literally, I mean, that, the, next, the, the, the seventh episode is, or eighth episode is called Truth and Consequences. So uh, there really were consequences to, to all of this... Uh, to all of the story that was being told in these two episodes. Let's go to the first one here. Just some thoughts on uh, Clone Conspiracy. Uh, the first big thing that you'll notice is that uh, the Bad Batch is not in this episode at all, <laughs> which was interesting, but they were, in a sense, uh, just under the shadows of, 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 uh, of the story. But let's start off things that I, that I took notice of uh, Coruscant. You know, they first show us, they open up the episode with a shot of Coruscant. And I keep saying this every week, but I'm going to have to say it every week. Gosh, just look beautiful. Just an amazing looking Coruscant as we're seeing it and uh, moving in on it. Uh, gosh, in, in some senses, it, it felt even even more, <laughs> you know, in-universe than, 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 than the shots that I was seeing in uh, Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. But regardless just looking great they go into the bar where they're seeing like two clones having a discussion um and they're discussing it's two clones one named Cade, one named slip and they're talking about how ramparts i believe it's rank is admiral admiral ramparts is uh is is has has lied and that and the reason that they know he's lied because they were stationed on the ship that uh was there when he opened up the uh, cannons on camino and basically sunk the entire population of the planet 
uh, under the sea. Cade wants to go forth and tell the Senate the truth. Uh, he feels that this is just not right, that this is not what clones were meant to do, to, to hide anything or to, 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 not, to, to not let something as egregious as this slip by. Uh, but they know at the same time that the clones are being uh, looked at quite with, with a fine-tooth comb. They are, they are being almost like, uh, you know, for all the service that they did for them, for, for the Republic and for the Empire, uh, they're, they're secretly being uh, phased out. Some are being killed if they're not obeying their, their protocol to, to listen to their commanders. And the reason Kate and we and during this episode, as as they're as they're outside the bar, uh, Kate is killed by some assassin. Now we are told that uh, we we see a shot of the Senate uh, proceedings going on, where Rampart wants to bring the defense recruitment bill, and Bail Organa and some of the other senators are against this bill, saying that uh, you know it's it's not the right time for for something like this, and they bring up the clones as saying why they at least i think rampart's idea was is or his his excuses is that they're accelerated aging uh due to their accelerated aging that they need to be de decommissioned sort of like the way you decommission a ship but uh senator uh senator chuchi who uh is is one of the senators who's against this bill um wants to be able to do something for the clones she feels that she uh that, that they are part of the population they're not represented in the senate but they should be taken care of especially if they're having this accelerated aging and they're not going to be able to be troopers anymore something needs to be done for them so even so during this entire time uh where we're getting the understanding or at least the the idea is being revealed that rampart was the one who ordered the destruction of camino you know sends slip on 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 the run and he needs a way off of coruscant so senator chuchi i think that's how you say her name chuki or chuchi she uh she she is she, she's very suspicious and bail organa encourages her to keep going with her investigation into what is going on here because he's saying there's a whole lot of money that's you follow this the, the, the money trail on this one and you're going to see who really where rampart is in this entire situation so as we're beginning to see in this episode the idea of insurgents are growing the emperor is getting more concerned about these insurgents a revolt will threaten the empire and uh you know rampart's assassin who we find out at the end of this episode because he attempts to uh you know he he, he does end up killing slip as well too in this not before slip tells uh the senator that all this information and everything that i've told you about uh ramparts you know basically blowing away camino it's all logged in the uh computer system of his star destroyer so from here we find out you know slip is if you watch the episode slip does get it gets assassinated as well too but captain rex shows up and helps save the senator and they they you know they they end up having having to, to capture this 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 assassin who ends up being a clone who's a clone as well uh, who is working for Ramparts, but you know, before they can get him to to be able to admit anything or to be able to bring him before the Senate, I guess to for 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 trial, 
um, this 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 clone assassin kills himself with 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 a Star Wars version of a cyanide pill in the teeth. So uh, he's no longer alive. But Rex is going to says he he says he's going to call in some some help to assist him to try to to try to bring to light what happened with Rampart with this the Star Destroyer with them laying waste to Kamino. The next episode after that is called Truth and Consequences. So the show opens up again with another beautiful shot um, that is just amazing to see. We see that uh, we're back with the Bad Batch again on their ship. And uh, one interesting thing I, I, I saw in this episode, which uh, I don't know if they're going to follow this or not, but you see Omega is meditating. And it seems as if she has learned this meditation method through uh, Gunji, who was the, uh, the Wookiee Jedi from the previous episode. And uh, it just reminded me of one of my favorite scenes in uh, The Rise of Skywalker where Rey is meditating in that sitting stance and she's levitating. I'm wondering now, does Omega, I mean this has been asked also during this entire season, does Omega have any sort of force sensitivity? She is, seems to be a more advanced clone than the other ones in some ways, and perhaps she does have a force sensitivity. How interesting it would it be if we had a clone Jedi? That would be interesting to see. But regardless of that, they dismiss it a little bit, saying she says she, she hasn't been able to, to feel uh, the calmness that, that she was being taught uh, about meditation. Regardless of that, she, she's talking to Echo about all this. And Echo talks again about, uh, interestingly, um, he talks about his imprisonment on uh, Skeko Minor, where he was, that's where we found him during the Clone Wars, uh, and he was rescued. But Rex contacts the Bad Batch and tells him to come to Coruscant because he wants them to help him out in doing some data extraction from that will give, that will give information and evidence regarding the Camino disaster. So, Senator... Chuki or Chuchi, I cannot pronounce this center's name, <laughs> meets with the Bad Batch, and they agree that the command log on Rampart's ship, the Venom, the, the Venom, I, I can't pronounce this one either. I'm having a tough time pronouncing things. His ship, Rampart's ship, his Star Destroyer, has evidence about this that can be taken from their computer. So, Omega decides to accompany the Senator, so, and, and as, they're, as she's accompanying the senator, um, the senator is trying to tell her what she does in the Senate. She brings her to the Senate chamber. She sees everything. And Omega's the one who talks about that there's no representation for the clones. And Senator Chuki admits that there, there should be some representation for the clones. Uh, at the same time, we see Masamita is very concerned about this upcoming vote for this uh, military conscription act. And uh, he's assured, he's assured by Rampart that nothing's going to go wrong and it will pass. And uh, Rampart is told that it must pass. And Masamita, obviously being the, you know, the right hand of, of Emperor Palpatine, um, he, Rampart knows he's got, to, he's got to come through with this. Bail Organa also tells uh, the senator that she should speak with Halle Bertani. Or Bertoni, who was a senator from Camino, and was part of the defense the the, the defense finance committee, but was removed from office uh, following uh, following I think the disaster at Camino. Uh, one of the things I notice about the senator here, um, she reminds me a whole lot about like Padme. Padme was the one who was the uh, the one always being the thorn in the side of Chancellor Palpatine and what she wanted to do. Um, it seems that as if Senator uh, Chicky was is also going to be following that uh, 
that pattern, I believe. So, so she learns from uh, Senator Bertoni that yes, she knows that funds were being siphoned off last year that were supposed that were appropriated for the cloning for the cloning that she that 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 her planet was in charge of, of doing. But she knows that it was being siphoned off by uh, by Rampart. And by and Rampart, you know, he was he was the one diverting the funds to to himself. So the Bad Batch, you know, in this episode, gosh, long story short, they make it is a great data heist, you know, like a money heist or a bank heist. This was a great data heist. They find their ways in. They find their way into the uh, into the Star Destroyer. It was great to see like very familiar scenes of the Star Destroyer, especially when you get to the bridge of the Star Destroyer. I, and I was wondering in the back of my head, God, what would happen if like you know Tarkin or Vader just walked in here on them? But uh, that that obviously wasn't going to happen. But uh, they managed to get and download the the evidence that they need to present to the Senate. They get it. They get it to Omega, who Omega brings it to the Senate, and from there. Uh, Senator Bail Organa hands it off to Senator uh, Chucky, and she she shows this, uh, you know, recording of Rampart Star Destroyer laying waste to Camino. So then, you know, all sorts of hustle and bustle starts happening in the Senate. People are saying, oh, you know, yelling this way and yelling that way. And uh, finally, what happens in this, you hear an alarm go off, you know, like a type of an alarm. And then from the middle of the Senate, the Senate floor opens up and rising out of the middle of the Senate with Masamita is Emperor Palpatine. Our first shot of Emperor Palpatine in this season of uh, the Bad Batch. And the nice thing about this, okay, he gives us really, you know, you see the hand of Palpatine working and how he is such a great tactician and how, how he has things done. He comes and he says... Arrest, you know, Rampart. Rampart is arrested. You know, he, you know, Senator Senator Chuki is thanked by the Emperor, and he blames Rampart, but not only Rampart, the clones for what they did to Camino. He says because of the fact that Rampart was was you know behind all of this, and all his clones were behind it. We can't trust him, nor can we trust the clones. Therefore, I'm going to push this bill through so that we can conscript now what we're going to be calling Imperial Stormtroopers. People just like us defending the Empire. So another another great little story here showing how Palpatine is just pulling the strings behind the scene to do what needs to be done for, for him to stay in power. The Bad Batch in this episode feel partly to blame for, for you know, <laughs> in a sense, giving, giving Palpatine the evidence that he needed to be able to arrest Rampart, to, to close down the, uh, the, the idea of a clone army, and to bring, uh, and to push through the bill that is going to uh, bring what we know as Imperial Stormtroopers. Towards the end of the episode, Echo decides to uh, join Rex and to stay with him on Coruscant to try to help the clones who are there. Um, interesting thing is that uh, Omega, she could see that she has this such a connection with these clones. I mean, she does feel that they're a family, and she tries to encourage Echo to come back because they're they're all one squad. And she can't help herself, but she gives Echo a hug, and and Echo hugs her back, 
and he tells her to take care of the other guys. But now we lost another another member of the Bad Batch, and now this this squad here is now down to just what is it like four four individuals? You got Hunter, you got Tech, you got Wrecker, uh, and then you got Omega. Okay, so you got you got them there. Um, it, the, the squad, oh, the Bad Batch is getting smaller. But uh, it'll be interesting to see where this story goes from here. A um, couple things I also want to mention, um, Ian McDermott, you know, I think I just mentioned it earlier, but God, he was the voice, he voiced Palpatine in this episode, and I could definitely tell it was him, I mean, you just heard the voice, and you know, like, oh my gosh, it's Ian McDermott there, reprising his role as the Emperor, which was just simply glorious. Um, Senator Chuki who was in this episode, she was voiced by Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale, who's one of my favorite voice uh, actresses out there, she is the voice, uh, if you go back in time, in 2003 to Knights of the Old Repu Republic, she, I believe, was the voice of Bastila Shan. So uh, you know how much I, I enjoy the character of Bastila Shan and her story within Knights of the Old Republic uh, and how her character developed. Um, good to hear that, that she's still within the, uh, the Star Wars universe being able to uh, you know lend her voice to 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 such a great project as the Bad Batch so so those were some of my I, I liked both episodes uh, this this week like I said they were definitely a more heavier canonical story that is going to play into how this season rolls out uh, like I said it wasn't like one of these advent, uh, uh, adventures of the week episodes um, we now get to see, we're now getting the story of how the, uh, the clones are slowly being, you know, phased out and how the Imperial Stormtroopers, you know, are being conscripted now into the uh, Imperial Navy or the Imperial Army. Um, good episode. Like I said, the look of it was great. I'm wondering where they're going to take this story. I hope we get to see a little bit more of Palpatine. Uh, this uh, this season, I'm wondering if there's going to be any other surprises or any other big character names that are going to be showing up here on Bad Batch that we don't know about yet. Um, but we're halfway through the season; we still got a bunch more to go through. So I'm looking forward to seeing where this uh, where this uh, series has taken us. Um, what are your thoughts about this? Are you uh, feeling good about these episodes? Do you feel we're back on track, uh, or did you really like those uh, Adventures of the Week? Let me know. Send us a message on the Traveling the Jullen Wastes podcast Facebook page. Send us a message, and I would love to be able to uh, to read it here on the show. One other thing I wanted to just mention, you know, we've got Celebration Europe 2023 happening in April, and the stars are now starting to come out for uh, the uh, for this show here. Uh, I'm just looking off of the official picks uh, autograph page. They're the ones who are going to be uh, in charge, I think, of the autographs and the photo op opportunities at that show. Uh, here are some of the here. Here's a listing of so far of all the all the all the actors and actresses who had a hand in the Star Wars universe who are going to be there in London. D. Bradley Baker. How could you not know him? Voice actor of all the clones on uh, the Bad Batch, as well as all the Bad Batch. Carolyn Blackiston, who played uh, Mon Mothma in Return of the Jedi. Vivian Lyra Blair, young Leia in Obi-Wan. Silas Carson. Here's one, an interesting autograph to get if you haven't got it. He played Kia Mundi in the prequels. That's really good. Michael Cotter, the famous Michael Cotter, coming out probably because of the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. He played Bib Fortuna in Return of the Jedi. Hayden Christensen, Anakin Skywalker is there. Gwendolyn Christie, who played Captain Phasma in the sequels. Really good. Aiden Cook, 
Here's a here's, he's he's had very di- a, a, a a good amount of different roles in the Star Wars universe, but uh, in Rogue One he played two tubes who worked for uh, uh, he, he worked for oh gosh the name is slipping me how can I slip worked for Saw Gerrera I can't believe I lost that that track of that name. <laughs> Anywho, he's gonna be there as uh, well as Anthony Daniels C three PO how we get it here's a good one coming up here Rosario Dawson. Ahsoka on, you know, The Mandalorian and from the Book of Boba Fett and having her own show coming pretty soon. She's going to be there as well, too. Uh, Tim Dry, Ashley Eckstein, Ahsoka the Voice from The Clone Wars, Mike Edmonds, Ewok in Return of the Jedi. Good to see all these uh, Return of the Jedi uh, characters coming out. Giancarlo Esposito, you know, Moff Gideon, he will be there. Matt Lanter, Anakin from the Clone Wars. Dennis Lawson, Wedge Antilles in the uh, original movies. Mads Michelson. There's a good one to get for all you Rogue One fans who played Galen Erso in Rogue One. Mike Quinn. How could you not want to get Mike Quinn? Another 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. Nien Num, who was a co-pilot for uh, Lando Calrissian. Tim Rose. I remember meeting Tim Rose at uh, around Comic-Con. Really nice fella. One of those uh, original, uh, you know, Jim Henson puppeteers who uh, was the puppeteer for Admiral Akbar, Return of the Jedi. Katie Sackhoff. Gosh, I wish I could go and meet Katie Sackhoff. I'm hoping that she's going to be coming around to the uh, New England area again soon because uh, Bo-Katan, you know, in the Clone Wars animated as well as in The Mandalorian uh, as well too. Jonas Sutama, you know, Chewbacca. Chewbacca and Solo, as well as in the uh, sequels. Femi Taylor, our good friend Femi Taylor, who was on the TJW podcast a bunch of years ago, who played Ula, the dancer for Jabba. She'll be there at uh, Celebration as well, too. James Arnold Taylor, Obi-Wan Kenobi in the animated shows of Clone Wars and Rebels and so forth. Indira Varma from Kenobi, the live uh, Keno- the Obi-Wan Kenobi series this past year. She'll be there. Ming-Nan Wen. Fennec Shan from uh, Mandalorian Book of Boba Fett, and Matthew Wood, who was the voice of General Grievous in the uh, in, in Revenge of the Sith. So a lot of great stars showing up there. Uh, I already spoke about the uh, you know the autograph cost. You'll have to decide on your own uh, how much you're wanting to spend for this. But they do have uh, send-in service as well as pre-order. Uh, one of the nice things I will say about official picks is what they're doing is they're offering 11 by 14 photos, which are not going to be at the show. So I might actually uh, have to go in on one of these uh, one of these uh, send away autographs because I've been recently uh, you know switching over from 8 by 10s to 11 by 14 photos. Uh, they're they're just I think they're the perfect photo size to get autographed. Uh, with an autograph, you still have a whole lot of picture there as well too. So uh, they are offering that through this uh, through official picks service. So uh, check it out if you want to. Uh, if you're not going to be able to make it to the show and you want to be able to uh, get yourself some uh, autographs from there. But that is all for now here. I hope everybody is having a good week, and we will talk to you soon here on the Traveling with Gentle and Waste podcast. Have a good one, all.